Salam Salam from BA. This is a Rorschach Ethiopia update from the 23rd of March 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Ethiopia. Because of the two-year-long war between the federal government and the Tigray People's Liberation Front, or TPLF, the bilateral relations between Ethiopia and the US and other Western countries had soured following the permanent cessation of hostilities and the partial implementation of the peace agreement between the warring parties, it appears that Ethiopia's bilateral relation with Western nations is being amended. Last week, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken was in Ethiopia. He said on Thursday the 16th that the U.S. has promised Ethiopia that the country would benefit from the African Growth and Opportunity Act or AGOA, if the peace agreement is fully and sustainably implemented. Blinken commended Ethiopia's effort for transitional justice and said that the US is working closely on the implementation of the agreement. But Blinken had more to say, which did not satisfy the Ethiopian government. His office, the Department of State, issued a report through Blinken. He said that all the warring parties, the Ethiopian Defense Force, the TPLF, the Eritrean and Amhara forces, all committed crimes against humanity and war crimes. The report added that Amharan forces had committed crimes of genocide and forced deportation. Blinken said that this report won't have an immediate effect on US policy towards Ethiopia, but reiterated that those who committed the crimes should be held accountable. The same day, Ethiopia's Ministry of Foreign Affairs said in a statement that the Ethiopian government completely rejected these allegations. The ministry also called Blinken's report partisan and untimely because the government is looking for a transitional justice alternative. The ministry concluded that regardless of the US's intentions in making these allegations, the report is dangerous in that it can be used to incite clashes between certain factions. During his stay in Addis, Secretary Blinken sat down not only with the federal government, but also with Getachew Rada, the TPLF's top official. Getachew said that the two discussed the implementation of the peace agreement, potential obstacles, responsibility for war crimes, humanitarian aid, among other topics. It was a busy week for Getachew as he was in the news again when the TPLF's Central Committee elected him as president of the interim government of Tigray. The recently established interim administration of the region will be operational as soon as cabinet members are voted in and the federal government approves them. Days later, on Thursday the 23rd, Prime Minister Abi approved the nomination and officially appointed Getachew Rada as president of the interim government of Tigray. In Tigray, schools still haven't opened, but their return is on the horizon, as UNICEF's head of education in Ethiopia, Charles Briggs, said that there are plans to reopen in April. He added that educational infrastructure in the region had been completely destroyed and that more than 2 million children haven't been following their studies for months. Since we mentioned Tigray, the House of People's Representatives, or HOPR, has designated both the Oromo Liberation Army 
and the TPLF as terrorist organizations almost two years ago in April 2021. Following the end of the war and the establishment of Tigray's interim administration, on Wednesday the 22nd, the HOPR voted in a meeting to lift the TPLF's designation. Dr. Gideon Timotiwos, the Minister of Justice, said that lifting the terrorist designation will help get Tigray's interim administration up and running. From the 280 members of parliament who were present to vote, more than 60 voted for the designation to stand and five abstained from voting. This decision, however, was not well received by opposition parties. The first party to voice its opinion was the Ethiopian Citizens for Social Justice Party. They said it fully rejects the decision to lift the designation, adding that the TPLF still hasn't been fully disarmed and the Ethiopian Defense Forces haven't completely taken control of the region. The National Amhara Movement was another party that staunchly disagreed with the decision, citing that numerous members of the House weren't present during the vote. The party said even though the decision may be legal, they don't consider it as legitimate. Moving on, before Abiy Ahmed became Prime Minister, Haile Mariam de Salen was Ethiopia's head of state. He voluntarily resigned from the post in 2018 and has since been working in his foundation and in various African institutions. On Monday the 20th, he revealed that the president of Tanzania had appointed him as a member in Tanzania's Presidential Food and Agricultural Delivery Council. The former PM said in a tweet that he's honored to have been appointed and mentioned the significant potential of Tanzania in agricultural production. Speaking of produce, recently the prices of cereals, teff and maize have shown a sharp increase. Many people believed that the soaring of the prices happened because there's a shortage. But the Ministry of Trade and Regional Integration, the Amhara and Oromia, Trade Development Bureau and other government offices said in a joint statement that there is no shortage of produce and that prices are increasing because certain traders are hiding the available stock. The ministry said it is working on resolving the issue as soon as possible. Opposition parties and activists, on the other hand, allege that the price hikes and the shortage are the deliberate doings of the government that is mainly ruled by the Oromos. These activists say that Amharan farmers have been systematically pushed out of the capital's market. On that note about TAFE, it is a cereal grain grown in many parts of the country. For centuries and until today, Ethiopians use TAFE to make injera. Injera is a staple food of the country. It is a sour pancake like flatbread. But the injera is rarely eaten on its own. It is used to scoop up different kinds of stews prepared from spices. This is a main cuisine in almost every Ethiopian household. Next up, Ethiopia exports electric power to three of its neighbors, Sudan, Kenya and Djibouti. Mongus Makonen. Ethiopian Electric Utilities PR director said recently that Sudan hasn't been paying its share. 
Although the PR director didn't say how much is due, he recalled that Sudan hasn't paid since last year. He added that the utility is working to get the government to intervene in the matter and have Sudan pay what's due through diplomatic means. It's been revealed that Ethiopia has earned almost 50 million US dollars from electric power exports in the past seven months. Last week, we told you that the Addis Ababa city administration had banned Bajaj's three-wheeled vehicles from operating in the city indefinitely. The van got lifted on Saturday the 18th together and new rules were issued on how they will operate. The city's transport bureau has restricted the number of people they can carry to four, including the driver, and the time in which they can operate from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Tuesday the 21st was a sad day for many Ethiopians as two prominent individuals passed away. Environmental researcher Dr. Dewalda Berha Gebra Exaver, who was 83 years old, contributed significantly to the protection of the environment and biodiversity of Ethiopia and beyond. His contributions had earned him various prizes, for instance, the Alternative Nobel and the Hero of Our Earth Prizes. Dr. Tewolde had also served as the Director General of Ethiopia's Environmental Protection Authority. The other prominent Ethiopian who passed away that same day was the Archbishop of the Diocese of Djibouti, Antiara Dawa, and the head of the, the Ethiopian Orthodox Tewahedra Church's Foreign Relations Office, His Holiness Father Argawi. The Archbishop passed away after an extensive treatment both at home and abroad. And that's it for this week. If you don't know, Rorschach has a newsletter on Substack, so check it out. It's rare, so you won't be flooded with emails, but it will tell you a bit about what is motivating all this. Link in the show notes. Tell us your hopes and dreams at ethiopia at Ciao!